I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Joy! I'm not going to worry about your level of concern. Joy and double joy. we talking about Twitter. Think of how stupid the average person is, and then realize half of them are stupider than that. I believe in the United States of America, and I believe in the Pittsburgh Steelers. Let Matt Canada cook. I hope all Steelers fans just heard that from beginning to end, and understand what a treasure, how lucky you are. You're so lucky. You have no idea how lucky you are. So lucky. So lucky, just like the lyrics of my favorite poet, hmm. Britney Spears. Ah. So lucky, Steeler Nation, is we. That was, I think, is that how Yoda would say it? It's. Yeah. It's what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, exposing all the hot and toxic takes. On social media, the national media, this this today it's coming from all sides. The hype is too. It's like there's too much hype. I feel if forever. Uh, if it's like when Hunter Thompson looked over and saw the crest of the wave mm-hmm. of the '60s, and and it, and it crashed on Vegas. I think this is the week where maybe the Steelers hype might might have been peaking before. Oh uh, actually... yes, I think this is definitely where the peaking is. I don't think where this is where the crash is. That's certainly a few weeks away. It's not crashing at a preseason game this evening. But uh but yeah, this is I think it's it's like a vacation from the typical negativity. This is an entirely different problem. You're right. This is yeah, this is a Steeler fandom vacation. It's like yes. uh, all mm-hmm. I ever wanted. It's was... sort of like the last few days before school starts. Imagine if it continues into the regular oh, season. Who among us knows? <laughs> I'm Kyle Christ with the funny ghost sounds. Across from me is Greg Benevent. Hello. With the funny snake sounds. Mm-hmm. On the ones and twos is the cognac kid, Rob Banks. Hey, hey, hey. Thanks, guys. That, hey, hey, hey. That's his catchphrase. <laughs> I'm glad to be here. You know? <laughs> no, no, I, I'm glad you're here. We are too. We are too. Um, and mm-hmm. the hype is unreal, and it's all because of... These are the new leads. 
These are the Glen. The Glen Glary can the Glen Gary Canada place. It's a lot of locations all mashed together. Yeah, if only he had a G. If it was only like, <laughs> I don't know the man's middle name. So Matt Gary say, Canada. It could be. Uh, the hype is here. It's mm. real. It's too much. It's un- yes. it's too much to to uh, to bear. Not one man shall bear this load. Uh, that sounds dirty. Let's start <laughs> with the tweets at Gage underscore Rage. Pick it to picking season. You guys ready to trust Matt Canada yet? I am. Is it trust? The trust? He's, he's earned our trust? I, I don't think he's earned our trust. I think he's earned high expectations. I will say that. He has earned the an expectation that this team should be good, that this offense should improve. Uh, uh, he's earned the right to potentially break your heart again. I think this is, I mean, we were just talking the other week about how Kendrick Green had gone through this uh, uh, just rapid transformation from someone that you complained about to everyone within earshot to somebody that was going to make the team. And of course, we saw talking about waves that crashed. But now we're in a kind of similar place with Canada where most of us have spent the last, oh, I don't know, almost three years yelling about the man. And now in the span of 17 snaps, this has completely gone in the opposite direction. So I don't think I'm ready to trust, but I, my heart is open to trust. I'm willing to see where this goes. I am uh, uh, ready to, uh, like I said, have my heart broken again, to uh, you love again, to so, uh, Matt Canada gets his groove back. And, this um, would be the ultimate. You said what? What Shakespeare play? You said last week. Oh, I don't even. Oh, uh, uh, oh, oh, Corleoneus. Yes, I'm probably even yes. saying that wrong. Yeah, I think it's the opposite of that, where he fought for the home country and then he went with the other country to come back and kill them. This would be, the, but this would be the opposite kind of thing. Like this guy. Ah, oh, he was a pariah. Now he's our champion. Like. It was Kendrick Green two weeks ago. Now it's Matt Canada. Next week, what, I'm going to draft Baker Mayfield on my fantasy well, team? Well, I, I think it, <laughs> next week it, it could be, you know, uh, 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 whoever has a really great game in the last preseason game. Like, is it Kwiatkowski or is it Kendrick Green makes five tackles on special teams? Maybe he comes back around again. You know, is something to that effect. Uh, Quincy Roche gets two sacks tonight. Who knows? Like, something like that. Yeah, you're right. There's a new champion. Yeah, but by the time you listen to this podcast, there will already be a new Steeler champion. There may be a new hype cycle by then, depending on when you listen. Uh, and just in time for us to debut our Blame Canada sticker. Hey. Uh, of course, you know, Blame Canada for the success. Maybe that's the maybe that's the new twist on exactly. it. Exactly. What a wonderful way that would be. What a way to turn that around. That uh, uh, I mean, and I think you've done a remarkable job of getting what I, a happy cartoon Canada would look like. <laughs> I, I mean, it's. I keep thinking of the one guy whose name I don't know from MythBusters, but this is just as good. This is. I like this. This could be a MythBuster. This could be. A, or this. Could could be the unlicensed Ghostbuster from oh, the uh, yeah, 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 from yeah. the '80s, right, right, right. The car- yeah, yeah, yeah. The cartoon. And, um, but no, I, I think it's lovely, and I certainly look forward to uh, putting those in places where they shouldn't be. If you want a blame Canada sticker, you got to email us. Uh, email yinspod four one two at gmail dot com, or just kylechrice at gmail dot com. That's me. Or just hit me up on Twitter or. TikTok, or uh, I don't know, whatever, you know, call me if you yeah, have to, whatever. you can find Kyle and he will get you a sticker. Anyhow, however, all transport, all transport, all means of communication are If open. you can contact Kyle by land, sea, and air, he will get you a sticker. Oh, if you contact me by sea. <laughs> I'm not driving to... You I'm, said means of transportation. I'm not driving like, to Long Beach. <laughs> that's uh, all right, back to the takes. 
at Pickensburg, Pickensburg Tino. I don't see enough people talking about this. Matt Canada has completely transformed this team from last year by finding the middle of the field more. Give some props to the OC. Completely transformed. Uh, even uh, someone who, who someone else just said this is really Canada's year one. Uh, I think it was like, like Taylor. Like, oh, it was Ike Taylor? I think it was Ike Taylor. I so, think. you know, it's like we're, he completely transformed it from the Matt Canada of last year to the Matt Canada. He's like the Pokemon. He's <laughs> found his new form. Well, a couple things. One, speaking of Canada's new form, apparently now whenever you write a tweet praising Canada, you have to use this picture where it looks like he's pulling the tackling sled himself just outside of frame. <laughs> and secondly, I mean, Matt Canada transformed. He transformed the 40-year-old quarterback and the rookie quarterback into an assessment quarterback in his second year if that's the transformation that's maybe a big big part of this too i mean it, you know I, I i i i also like again now there's pickensburg this tweet here you know it just has to point out that matt canada completely transformed this team by doing the thing that maybe people complained about the most last year <laughs> he, he did the thing we wanted him to do and so now <laughs> he's, props. he gets props <laughs> But uh, you even you said that he had he had like a he had a cool demeanor in his press conference. I did like I did like the way he handled himself in his press conference. I mean, again, watching him at Canada press conference, what I believe was the first time in my life, it strikes me again just how bizarre this would be to have to do a job and then answer questions about it to strangers in a public setting. But beyond that, he seemed to uh, uh, be as guarded and yet loose as one could be. Find that fine line with it. I, I, I was intrigued by his demeanor. But then again, I believe it was Alan Saunders and Christopher Carter podcast who said it best himself it's a lot easier to do a podcast when not every question is hey why do you suck so much <laughs> yeah right right did the Steelers feel the same way about you right it's like <laughs> um oh okay well that's not even the hottest Matt Canada take uh, where's the he's heating up oh boy let's go to at Steeler Nation Steeler Nation is uh. the Steelers offense on the field boosting Matt Canada's status is he the best OC in the AFC North uh. he's uh you know we went from fire we should have fired him yesterday <laughs> to he's the He's the uh, cream of the crop. Well, two things. One, I do believe the offense is boosting Canada's status. I think that's the way it should work. And two, hopefully in this tweet, uh, uh, Canada is pointing to the uh, Bengals facility where you would assume to take the offensive coordinator that's been a few plays from the Super Bowl the last two years. That would be the guy who might be the best in the division right now. Okay, okay. I mean, yeah. right now, I mean, but but I, but I there is a, you know, as ridiculous as the second question is, the first question poses an interesting query in that there is something symbiotic here between the offense on the field doing better boost Canada and Canada boosting the offense too. That's how it's supposed to work. It's not supposed to be, let, who can we blame for this? It's, ah, look at them work together. Yeah, right, exactly. Who can we blame for this instead of like, yeah, wow, look at the credit of... <laughs> 30-plus people working together on an offense. Who knows? Indeed. Let's go to... Oh, let's go to the hottest take oh, yet. Finish him. At the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi. I'm not joking about the Steelers being a Super Bowl contender. They just dominated the Bills starters. That has to count for something. Super Bowl or bust. Uh, I mean, again, we're back. It's this, it's similar to the last tweet in that, you know, if you take away the first sentence, the last two are a solid tweet. Like, they, they just dominated the Bills starters. That has to count for something. Scene. 
Like I buy that. That that's a hundred percent correct. That doesn't mean you have to suddenly you know start uh, uh, blathering about Super Bowl. But yeah, they dominated the Bills starters. That has to count for something. And thank you. Good night. Drive home safely. And what about a playoff contender? Playoff contender is a Super Bowl contender, right? The the top sixteen teams. Well, I mean, I, I I think now more now more so than any other time, the idea of the team that if you get into the Super Bowl, you are a contender. I mean, we live in a world where a team that won a Monday night football game in the playoffs won the Super Bowl. So truly, anything is possible at this point. So yeah, I mean, that's not crazy, but um, the idea again, it's very hard for me to sit here in ninety seven degrees where I'm worried about sweating through a dark blue shirt and start talking about who is and is not a Super Bowl contender. We're always trying to get eight pounds in a five pound bag. Yeah, why not? Why not put the why not put the ring in the bag now? It's, <laughs> we've been we've been the off season champs all off season. I, I was gonna say, I think since starting on Washington fell in the uh, in that round. And you know, the hype the national hype is uh deafening. I'll uh this is just a little sample of what oh, the media God. is out there talking about. Do not sleep on quarterback Kenny Pickett. What? And shout out to Kenny Pickett seemingly becoming a dude. And what he's shown us in the preseason is that his heart can be as big as his play. So, you know, he's a dude. He's not someone to be slept on. He's got the heart as big as his hands. I mean, that first guy, I've never heard that cadence outside of selling cars in a local <laughs> TV commercial. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, again, whenever you play these clips, I always think, like, what am I doing with my life that I'm not one of these national people just yelling on television? But, uh, but I mean, it's, you know, this is, but they're doing their jobs. It's the preseason, and by uh, getting you hyped as a person watching this, whether you, A, root for the Steelers, or B, hate them, that's going to get you to keep watching that show at, uh, when they tell you how great Kenny Pickett is. Let Matt Canada cook. Let him cook. Who is that? that you have played that clip a few times, and it sounds like somebody calling on a phone. I, I, I love that clip that you played. It's from one of the guys on Good Morning Football. Is okay. That, uh, okay. NFL Network? Okay. That, that, there's so many of them now. I have no idea. But yeah. Um, mm. Let's look over to TikTok where... <laughs> I'm sorry. We've got TikTokers. Uh, Mm -hmm. The hype is real over there. Look at, uh, here's Dan Mitchell. I'm guilty of sleeping on the Steelers. He actually looks guilty in this photo. (laughs) Like, that's rare that that works. Here's here's chill takes. I might have been wrong. (laughs) Does that happen a lot on TikTok? Oh, this guy brought out his guilty hat. Guru Griff. (laughs) Watch out. Steelers are going to have a good season. I felt better about the season until these children started talking into their phones. <laughs> Guru Grim. <laughs> so the, the hype is the hype is real. <laughs> Let's. Uh, I mean, watch. I'm laughing because all these people have much much bigger social media followings than myself. But yes, it. Uh, oh, I know. Wow. I got laughed out of the green room because I didn't have a thousand followers on TikTok enough, oh, to, enough to go live. So. Oh, jeez. Let's give the final word on the hype train. At David M. Todd, David Todd, have the Steelers' first two preseason games changed your opinion about how good they will be this season? 69% yes, better. Only twenty eight percent no change, and three percent out there still think they'll be worse off. That, see that that that's the committed hater. That's the person who's not putting on their biggest blackest hat and going on TikTok and saying I was wrong. That is somebody who is really against what has been going on with this team. I think it's. I mean, the only thing I'd quibble with here is I would consider 
exchanging will for can. But yeah, I think it's fine to look at these games and think, hey, this team might be better than I thought. Also, you know, David goes into this not uh, uh, clarifying where you thought the team was going to be person doing this pool. Like if you went into the season thinking they're going to be five and 12, then yeah, you're on probably on the 69% train here. Well, if you thought it was nine and eight, uh, you know, all the Mm -hmm. polls or all the bookies had nine and eight. Right. And we said nine and eight, nine and eight. Mm-hmm. And now, you know, it's at least a, a 10, 7, and 1. I mean, right, right exactly, yes. It, exactly, it, it's gone up there. They're going to pull out that tie. It's, they've done enough, you know, conditioning in the heat in Tampa that they can tie up that game late against the Seahawks or whatever. Yes. All right. Well, let's let's before we drown in the hype. Uh-oh. Let's talk about because the other conversation is about running backs. We have we've kind of avoided this all off season because there's like nothing to talk about. But not, but it's deafening now. <laughs> it's deafening. <laughs> we'll start with at Don Ched fifty four Donnie football. This TD run from Jalen Warren is 25 yards longer than the best carry of Najee Harris's career. The only thing holding 30 back is the Steelers' stubbornness to justify drafting a first-round running back. Um, you know, the the statistically that's correct, but this yes. is still a preseason game. It's not even it's a preseason game. It's the I mean, I forget on what podcast I heard it, and I wish I'd remember it so I could credit somebody. Do you want Jalen Warren getting 25 carries a game? Absolutely not. He's going to get killed. They're going to nah. break him in pieces. None of this. There's not going to be any 65-yard runs. There's not going to be a lot of six-yard runs because somebody big is going to break him in half. I mean, that, and that's not his fault. That's not a lack of conditioning. It's the fact that Najee is a much, much bigger, stronger man. And so that, that that's part of the reason I find this conversation asinine. But you're right, because the conversation is deafening, because there's nothing to talk about in a preseason that's gone well with a game on Thursday night coming up. You know, how many... Carry. Everyone's like, "How are we going to get Warren more carries?" It's like, "How many carry? They can't. They're not going to do forty carries a game. They can't do thirty-five carries a game." I, I bet they'd want to do thirty-five <laughs> carries a game. They would love to do thirty-five carries a game. I think they'd very much be content with thirty-five carries a game. It, um, I, I, I've heard, you know, anywhere between 60, 40, 55, 45. I, I imagine it breaks down somewhere in that range. I, I know that Tomlin genuinely believes in the uh running the uh bell cow back until the wheels come off but uh wouldn't it be great if uh we didn't have to run the wheels off um let's go on to you know it's like we're giving warren all this credit mm-hmm. but at carter critiques mm-hmm. christopher carter has to say i think it's just silly not to acknowledge how huge the hole was for warren and how harris got the yards that were there in his two runs the bills were keyed in on harris both times the fake jet sweep opened the hole for warren you know it, it's like yeah if if Najee had that kind of hole Najee could have busted one off for 30 yards as yeah, well, right you know? he could have had he would have had plenty of yards too but i mean it's it's you know if you're giving a back the ball 25 to 30 times a game. He's not the change of pace back. He's the back. There's no pace being changed. <laughs> I mean, by having Najee hit these guys time and time again, that certainly is going to be to the point where maybe you are a little more susceptible to a jet sweep when the other guy comes in. Also, and we haven't seen a lot of it in the last few years, but the idea is kind of, you know, you keep hammering somebody with a back like Najee through the three quarters, and then maybe in the fourth, maybe they're not so interested in catching up to a guy that runs pretty fast. It's good to see the big boy. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we already know Warren is the third down back if he continues that role from last season. Certainly could be. Yeah. So, what, you know, they're not going to bring, you know, it's not like Najee is a 
second down specialist, even though I think that we do run every second down. It does seem to be they run every second down. And also, too, I mean, Najee does have genuinely good hands, can run a real route like a receiver, better than Warren. I mean, I, I, I do think, you know, there. it's all for the last three, two years, it's been like, okay, this year we're going to do more of throwing to Najee, and hopefully that's the case. But, um, but yeah, it, uh, I mean, again, this whole conversation we're having because Warren had a great run, and Najee has had two seasons where he was very good, but you never quite quite got the feeling he was taking over a game, which, of course, is not entirely his fault. Let's move forward to... At J the King 2K6, the real Dan Saltarelli. Now that Deontay Johnson showed he can play catch and look good this offseason, it's time to bitch about Najee Harris because his backup had a long TD run. Some of y'all fans are just insufferable, LOL. Is this, he's the villain right now, Najee? It's not, Najee didn't even do any, he hasn't really even played right. in the preseason. Which, of course, has been the plan because they're going to give him the ball so many times in the regular season. I mean, this is this is a fine tweet. The only thing I would cut off of this is the uh, LOL at the end because everything else here is profoundly correct. <laughs> he uh, didn't have to laugh about right, it. He it's didn't like, laugh about it. Yes, that's <laughs> fans are insufferable yes sad good face. night yes it, uh, 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 yes it, um, mm-hmm. um yeah i don't know i don't know no yeah got it someone's got to be always a villain it's always a villain somewhere and it's not canada anymore it's no, not, no well it's it, today yeah today uh, uh, nausea tonight if tonight if nausea you know face plants someone right. on a, all of a sudden it's <laughs> keep your nausea posters everybody <laughs> um I don't know. Is there? Let's, I guess the final word here at Blitzburg. Blitzburg. It's very clear. Yins are split down the middle with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren. Tomlin has some decisions to make. I don't. Does I no. don't. I don't think Tomlin has any. No, decisions. he doesn't. Although the irony is, like I said, it's going to be close, not too far from the middle in terms of carries. 60-40, 55-45. I wouldn't be surprised if it was something like that. And again, 17 games, someone's not going to be 100% at all times. You're going to get to see plenty of one over the other. That is a good point. Let's take it to the second half because I think we went long in this first. We'll, we'll go a little shorter in the second half. Sure. Uh, coming up in the second half, we haven't talked to Kenny. We gotta, you know, we've gotta haven't even talked about my quarterback. Um, maybe some roster predictions before okay. the big last season finale, preseason finale. <laughs> and and I don't know what else. I don't know. Oh, it may be a chance to win uh, tickets to uh, a Steelers game. Hey! If I read the copy, I better check that out right we now. Might, we All might right. as well. Uh, we'll see you in the second half. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. Woo-hoo. Said no one in that movie. 
I right. Keep, I keep saying that, yes. but that's never been said in Poltergeist 1, or certainly not 1. I thought she says they're here. They're that's here in says, number yeah. 1. Yeah. And then I think the poster for number 2 yes. said they're back. And that's the one where, yeah, where, where, where Coach goes to that house outside and the ghost comes out of his mouth and all that. I saw two a million times as a kid. It's it's a trash film. Oh, it is it? Fun. And then yeah. 3 was like in a high rise. Yeah, right? and 3 is like the one that's cursed. Where Poltergeist like, takes Manhattan or something. Yeah, and like yeah. a whole bunch of people that have died. It's one of the very few cursed films there ever is. Oh. Anyway, the Steelers. Not a poltergeist. Right. Nice fact, transition. You, mm-hmm. in, fact, in fact, this might seem like something out of a nightmare slash dream. <laughs> it is actually a dream come true. Attention, <laughs> sports fans. Which, uh, shoot, I don't know. It might not might not be a sports fan if you're listening to this show. <laughs> um, are you a fan of an NFL team? I believe I am, Kyle. I am. Okay. I'm a fan of the I'm a fan of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay, there we go. It's nice to meet you. Yes. Would you like to attend your favorite team's Week One game? Sure. Actually, I've been trying. I think I got grifted on Twitter. Did you? Okay. Yeah, someone on Twitter said they had tickets for two hundred bucks, and I was like, I'll get you. Yeah. And then they're like, you know, give me your info, mm, and then I was like, uh, let me yeah. just search your email online, yeah. and I didn't, you know, couldn't right. find anything. Yeah, no, that's not good. I think I'm gonna be there with my mom. It's the first time though. There's been an opener what nine years, so I'm gonna end up being there. Yeah. Oh, jealous. Maybe I'll be at the casino. (laughs) Or maybe I'll be in luck because Fans First Sports Network is giving away four free tickets to a week one NFL game of your choice. Wow. Why if you if you win and you don't choose Steelers. (laughs) It is odd you're on you're listening to this podcast. I mean, congratulations, but you have something to explain to someone. Although I might, oh, that's not week one. It has to be week one. I was like, I might say Steelers Raiders, but right. that's again Steelers. I, I think they're, yeah, they're trying to get you out. And that's not sep- week one. September, you know. Uh, anyway, we're giving away four free tickets to week one. And what you have to do is go to contest.fansforsports.com. Uh, you know, there's an entry form there. And then go to the Facebook page hmm. like that as well. Okay. So like the Facebook page, go to the thing, and you can win four tickets. There you have it. That's it. Okay. You're officially registered. Four Mm. free tickets to a week one NFL game. Mm -hmm. I am pumping my fist for those of you just listening. And it should be the Steelers game. I mean, again, you're listening to this podcast. If If that's not what you chose, then, I mean, good for you. But wow. Yeah, like well, I can't think of the scenario where it's like, well, I'm not going to make it to Pittsburgh. Or, so. like, or even just like, I don't know, I was listening to this with my partner and I actually root for another team and one of my family's sick. Like now I'm just inventing people. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't want to, I don't, I can't get a flight, so I'm just going to, uh, yeah, we'll go drive. to the game in my neighborhood. But what, but I mean, yeah, that's just like it, huh? Anyway, I mean, it could happen. Contest. Yeah. Right. Fansforsports.com. <laughs> That was such a crazy story, Greg. So my family died in a plane crash. You're like, well, I guess we'll go to the Rams this year. I mean, I was just trying to work my way through it logically, and I didn't get there. I didn't get there. Let us know. If you don't go to the Steelers, right. let Absolutely. us know. We want to hear you. Yeah, yeah. We'll probably put you on. Yeah, We'll, we'll send prayers to your family. <laughs> You'll send a bouquet. <laughs> All right. Guess what? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank- Groomed. They're grooming Kenny. Indeed, indeed. Still grooming Kenny. Mm-hmm. Um, and why and why not? Because we have it. We, we're still not even in the regular season. Let's uh, still groom, another preseason game. Groom, yeah. groom until um, until you're a vet. I don't know what happens. After I, I, the I, you're ready for the dog show. I'm not sure what the end of grooming is. 
is mm-hmm. yeah, best in show. It's time like, to hey. time to present. I like it. Okay, the tweets <whistles> at Mark Madden X. Mark Madden. There's still one preseason game left, but I feel like Pickett should already be given preseason MVP and the bag <laughs> because he's a straight dog. Yeah. I, you know, I don't think this is ironic. I think this is about as sincere as you're going to get from a Mark Madden tweet. I mean, I, I think it's one of those ones that, that neatly walks the line. I mean, it, it's, it's and the bag is a sign that I, he's doing it as a joke. But again, this was a man who for years professionally was the WCW announcer that rooted for the bad guys. I mean, he's very, very good at this. So I, I, I could, I mean, I think this is him being sarcastic, but hey, I mean, it's, it's, it's also one of those things that, again, you can walk down that fine line with it at. Uh, I thankfully the Steelers don't give a preseason MVP, which is which is merciful. <laughs> but um, the but, two yeah. our skipper award. <laughs> the two our skipper award. <laughs> I hope he's still in the league somewhere. But I um, think he was XFL. I think. Oh, was maybe. he? Oh, okay, that's, that's a uh, lie. <laughs> But I mean, but you, but this is one of those things where you know, even if Madden is, uh, and I believe he is, uh, making fun of the uh, fan base for their uh, expectations, running outside of uh, what you might expect from the preseason. As a fan, you could think this and be kind of justified. You could absolutely <laughs> think that he's deserves uh, he's a straight dog that deserves the bag, while you yell yeah and say he deserves some kind of non-existent reward. I mean, that's how good this offense has looked in the preseason through two the games. Cream of the crop. Cream of the crop. Um. Now is this. Trolling or sincere. Insider at Markabali. Kenny Pickett's passer rating through two games. 149.1. Three drives, three touchdown drives. Um, perfect, perfect quarterback. It's close. It's what is it? It's I forget if it's one fifty three point seven or one fifty six point seven or one fifty three. I, I forget what it is, but something sounds like a great cl- radio station. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. <laughs> and this is why ESPN had to make that goofy one of their own, where they're like, okay, the best is a hundred. It's not this weirdo formula that no one remembers. But um, I mean, this isn't necessarily trolling. It's the kind of thing you can put out there as a stat and get a lot of engagement from the people that a think Kenny's going to be great and b from the haters as well. It's uh, it's one fifty. 58.3 well okay wow. I, I knew it was see i knew it was there was there were there was 150 and there was a three somewhere and there was a point and it um i'm sure i've said it different ways many times over the years thank you rob but live fact checking there I, see this is great we did not have that before and, um <laughs> But, uh, um, but yeah, I mean, but again, this is a perfect tweet. You put it out there, you get plenty of engagement from the people that uh, do like Kenny and the people that don't. Uh, you know, he, if you keep up this pace, then what? He's going to have, uh, I don't know, something around 60 touchdowns. Well, I mean, season, I, right? I was going to say you keep up this pace. It'd be four <laughs> drives in the preseason. That would be, that's the pace we're looking to keep up. And uh, that's. Okay. Let's, how about some miscellaneous offense here? Let's okay. go to. At Miked Up Sports, Mike Nicastro. Have to think Steelers' final wideout room is set. DJ, Pickens, Allen Robinson, Calvin Austin III, Gunner, Gazuntite, and Miles Boykin. I actually I can't find any fault with this. I mean, the only thing that could change it is something that happens at a different position. I mean, once uh, White and Hakeem Butler both got injured, um, you know, this 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 is if you were laying odds on the uh, Steelers wide receiver room, and hopefully you don't have that kind of problem with gambling. This is definitely the leader in the clubhouse. And I had and I have a hard time finding someone 
to be game day inactive, not Miles Boykin. No, he's, a he's special playing teams. teams. Absolutely. You know, maybe a, maybe Gunner, but you know, now that you can start or now that you can make three quarterbacks active, yeah, uh, you might bring all six of those. Uh, exactly, you definitely could. At um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, again, if if this isn't the wide receiver room, then it's because of something that happened at a different position. Um, let's go back to the Mad Genius. Mm-hmm. Mark Madden X. Mark Madden. Got to give Dan Moore Jr. credit. He's played well enough that not starting Broderick Jones after drafting him 14th overall doesn't seem totally absurd. And, I mean... I agree with this. At this pace, um, I don't see any rush. You know, if it's no. October, if it's November, I don't see, you know, if it's 2024. Yes. I, well, again, <laughs> especially since, if, since the season starts with, you know, maybe the two best pass rushers in the league that aren't on his team. I mean, it's you're playing against uh, uh, San Francisco and then Cleveland. That uh, absolutely. Let's have the guy that's been around for a few years versus throwing him into that cauldron. It uh, especially as as good as he's looked so far through the preseason. Yeah, that that this is this is fine. And what you know, if if uh, what if he you know, what, what, I, maybe I should say, what's the over under on games Dan Moore Jr. starts. Uh, I totally forget off the top of my head where the buy is. I mean, it, it, it's it, early. It's early. Okay, so then maybe it is a little bit later. But again, I, I almost feel like, and I know we've been using this as a crutch now ever since the schedule was released, maybe even before that. But, you know, the Steelers really did go through last year without any offensive line injuries, and that's just not going to happen. I mean, it, 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 it particularly because, and that's not to say that, like, Dan's going to get hurt. I mean, they've played enough of Dan at right tackle, apparently, in the preseason and practices that hey if chooks gets hurt then that might be where dan goes over to and that might be where things go next year and maybe they cut chooks but good point um, good point but yeah so i i i think starting dan is fine and i sort of get the feeling that when broderick is ready he's going to end up playing one way or the other that is a reasonable expectation Uh, yeah (laughs) i i agree i agree let's look over to the defensive side of the ball Alex Kazora at Alex Kazora. Steelers had one snap with their dime defense against Buffalo. Outlined each player in assignment below. Uh, this is how it would look week one. And it's uh, we've got Casey, Minka, Neal. Then we've got Porter, Peterson. Oh, no, no. You jumped ahead of tweet. Did at, I jump uh, ahead of tweets? Yeah. At, uh, this is Kazora just talking about what it looks like. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I jumped ahead of tweets. Okay. You jumped ahead of tweets. <laughs> I messed up. Yes. So this is the dime look. Mm-hmm. We got three safeties. Kazee, Minka, Neal, three corners, yes. Joey Porter, Peterson, Levi Wallace, and mm-hmm. the lone linebacker is Quan Alexander. I think that's a fascinating defense because, I, I mean, I look at that. I don't know where anyone's going, and not just because I couldn't look at the paper in front of me and not know where it was going. I, I mean, <laughs> seriously, this is so many different players. This is this is one way to get around not having a Ryan Shazier, not having what you wanted Bush to be instead of having one linebacker that does all these responsibilities, have these responsibilities shared by, I count, seven dudes. Yep, 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 yep. All right. And let's go on to talk about linebackers at Luciao 1992. Matthew Luciao, Nick Herbig is TJ Watt 2.0. Are we ready to uh, 
crown, you know, TJ might go down and is the greatest stealer of all time in my book. So, are you saying Nick, you, you are you ready to give him a spot in the Hall of Honor? Yes. Well, what, what I think I'm ready to give Nick a spot in is that kind of player that the Steelers used to get a lot. Like I'm ready to give Nick Herbig a spot in the uh, Clark Haggins uh, uh, Wall of Honor. You know, like the middle round linebackers who would come in and they would be great pass rushers fairly early on, and then in time develop into more well-rounded linebackers. I mean, this this is kind of something that with the greatness of TJ and the way the game has changed a little bit, they sort of, you know, they didn't quite have all these guys now, but uh, uh, having a guy like, I think Herbig could definitely do this. I mean, what, what a find. I mean, again, we talk, you know, you and I are very connected to this guy since we had to do that immediate uh, 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 video, which I'm still thinking about. But yeah, I think I think Herbig could be a real good uh, pass rusher early. I'll say, you know, he may not be TJ Watt 2.0, but I'll say this. How about this? I think he might be the, the uh, next special teams captain in waiting. That could be too. And what a great way to, you know, be the backup linebacker on a team where you're still going to play a lot as a backup linebacker. Too hot to handle and too cool to hold. Right? Can't argue with that. <laughs> All right. I think that we've got a band oh, trying okay. to get on the field. But you know what? There just happens to be no sound at all. <laughs> Is there? There we go. Renegades have a way in <laughs> Just one odds. I just have one odds and ends. We're, okay. We're, let's wrap it up here. Sure. With... Uh, Oh, uh, you know what? You're right. I did skip a tweet, didn't no, I? No, no, no. You're good. You're good. You're good. I'm good. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. We'll give the final word. Oh, you skipped one. Yeah, I know. Well, <laughs> thanks. I, well, you know, we'll leave that on the cutting room floor. There you go. We'll oh, give the final good. word to a hater. He's been he's been missing for a few weeks. I think from our. Uh, well, I think radar. he had a uh, uh, baby. Oh, I think that's, okay. that's a valid reason to not. Uh... Hot tweets can take can take eternity <laughs> leave. Fairly, yes, yeah. that's the one thing that mercifully stops them. Mm -hmm. The final word at the Pony Express, Andrew Filipponi. Mike Tomlin says starters will play against the Falcons on Thursday. Wow, I don't agree with that. How much? How much do you want to see them tonight? I mean, I, 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 for my entire life, once I started watching football, I never wanted to see the starters in the preseason. And then last year, right around the time, uh, I forget if it was the fourth time or whatever that Highsmith hit Burrow in that first game. I'm like, ah, maybe it's time to start using the starters in the pre in the preseason, just because that Bengals line looked apps. They looked like high school players. I mean, it was absurd. But uh, so I'm fine with playing them a a drive. I mean, a uh, on each side, but not more than that. I mean. This is, but it's not their fault. This is, I mean, this is asinine on so many levels. One, it's a Thursday night preseason game. Yeah. Two, it's far away. It's in Atlanta. Why it's not like against the commanders or something. And three, there's almost three weeks till the season starts. So, I mean, no matter what happens, they're going to come out sluggish against the Niners, as are the Niners, presumably. I don't know when their last preseason game is. I would hope it's on a Saturday or Sunday. But, um, but yeah, I mean, I, if you're going to do something, if you're going to play them, play them for a series. But, I mean, there's no good way to uh, end a three-week preseason on a Thursday night. Well, you know, I can't, uh, you know, you're... You're exactly right. I can't really say anything more about that. Right? It's right. dumb. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's all. Hey, you're right. It's, uh... Dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-dum-
Ashoka. What's it called? Uh, Ash- I think it is it Ashoka? It's, Ashoka. I know it's a Pittsburgh guy that does all those. That, oh, really? That Filioni guy or whatever's from Mount Lebanon. I've get heard. Out, that. I've get, heard that. Get I've heard out of that. The city, yeah. I've heard that. I mean, I don't watch it, but yeah. Right, so. That's a touchdown. All right. <laughs> If you want to keep the conversation going, if you want to get one of these stickers. Stickers. Yes, he does. He has them right here for those right of you here. listening in putting, your car. Uh, I've been putting the labels on them. Yes, right they there. are. They're Email nice. me at uh, yinspod412. Right. Yinspod412 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Or just kylecrice at gmail.com. Or just find me on the streets. Mm-hmm. Hit me up at the shows. You can you can uh, you can see me this Saturday at Flappers Comedy Club mm-hmm. in Burbank, mm-hmm. along with Greg. That's right. Where can we find you other than um, other than there? Yeah, um, yeah it's uh, I mostly try to stick around Instagram these days at Greg Benevent. Uh, B is in Bravo. E N E V is in Victor. E N T. Coming up next week, we are the. It's a, it's going to be the longest. It's like the long the long. Post pre season. Yes, it's yeah. This is like a long fourteen week, fourteen days. I think it's 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 going to be seventeen days from today that they open against the Niners. We get cut downs on, and it's like huge cut downs. It's no longer that like, hey, all these guys that you knew were getting cut, and now the players that will surprise you. It's no everybody all on one day. So now is the time for if you're going to catch a nap. I guess now is the time before the (laughs) preseason. All right, until next week, keep listening to your coach. Be the best selves. That's going to be required. Stay in school.